Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to to Urban Urban Proper. Hello! Oh, hi, dearest friends. It is us. It be we. And we be urban proper. Proper urban as fuck. And I am Shisha, aka the cuddler, aka self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. And it be I, Darius, the destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including but not limited to booty hoes. Booty hole. Booty hole. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, round two. I don't. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> My computer um is a bitch in the house sometimes. You know, so. she's old faithful. So I recommend that you stop talking shit about this your is true. fucking computer because she has lasted through. Uh, all of the 2010s. Yes. <laughs> like, she has made it. She will make it into the next century. God willing. Uh, but anyways, what are we talking about today, Sheesh? What's the tea? We are talking about a lot of things. We're really gossiping today. Yes. And it's partly because we're having a, this is like moment of poor planning on our part. <laughs> it's the mid-season slump. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like the sophomore year, you know, sophomore album and we're kind of like having some woes, but we're getting we we still trying. Uh-huh. We got it. We we still at it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give us our motherfucking credit. We'll give it to ourselves. <laughs> Always. You ain't never got to worry about us not having credit. Right. Because we're going to get it one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but today we're gossiping about a couple of things that really stood out in the news and the gossip news. Um, we're going to start off with um, Whitney Houston drama. Yeah. So you know, what's the tea with Whitney Houston? So Whitney Houston passed a couple years ago. Seven. Okay. I was uh, It hurts still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because especially years. because they have her 36, 34 on that fucking list. If y'all listen list. to last if y'all listen to last week's episode, you will know what list we're talking about and how fucking disrespectful that shit is. Yes, very, very much so. Um, but yes, yeah, she passed away seven years ago mm-hmm. and um her rumored lover, um, aka best friends, um just came out with the an interview. Basically confirming everyone's, you know, what everybody already thought. Everybody's suspicions about Whitney. There you go. Those are the words. Every time we get on the podcast, I like become dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, on um, her interview with NBC News, uh, she said it started with a kiss and eventually went on to sleeping with each other. She says it wasn't planned. It was something that happens. I mean, girl, who plans it? Anyway, we got a plan that it ain't natural, honey. Yeah, um, of course, you know, everybody wasn't as woke, quote unquote, as we are now back then. Back then, being like the 80s and the, the 
the erection of her career. Uh-huh. Um, but she basically, Whitney, being she, told Robin, her lover, mm-hmm. um, that they had to stop seeing each other so she wouldn't tank her career. So, um, can I just mm. go ahead? I would like to ask those of you who are dating artists if that person came out to you or not came out to you but came to you and was like I can't be public with our career with our love it'll ruin my career would you stay around that person because I sure in the fuck would not you know I would not absolutely not I wouldn't no like, I have all the patience in the world when it comes to coming out. Like, if I'm if I were to be dating someone who wasn't out, mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing. So since eight, okay, okay, okay. So Lido, mm-hmm. his whole career, he says, you know, spoiler. Oh, I see you with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert! If you guys haven't watched since eight, but you should have been on it by now because it's been like five years. Darius, Bobo G drinks my juice. <laughs> anyway, so he's a character in the series that is secretly gay, mm-hmm. and he lives in Mexico, and you know they're not. I don't know about the politics over there, but I assume they're not as liberal as America is. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> America's not that damn liberal either. Right. Um, but I guess you don't have as many, you know, protection laws. I mean, those don't matter either. Let me shut up. Because <laughs> I'm just going to go on to bash in America, the land that, you know, we love and shit. But anyway. Do we love it? I, it's a part of that song. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he has his lover. Um, he has a series of beards. Anybody that doesn't know what gay lingo is, beard is basically a woman that poses as your lover, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. On the surface and in the background, she knows what's up. She knows the deal. She knows the real team. Yeah. Well, she's supposed to. But she, anyway. because Lito's beard didn't know she was a beard. She thought they were together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting this girl that cast kind of like, you know, I'm your beard. Let me ride that beard. Yeah. And, yeah. Like... But the point in me saying this is because Lito had a boyfriend or has a boyfriend in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, Both who, of them fine as fuck. Oh, my God. God. Yes. Um, But basically, he asked this of... What was his name? Hernando? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hernando? Hernando. He asked that of him. I just... I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I... I say I wouldn't, and I probably fucking would. But... Jesus Christ! But I really, truly just, I I don't think I could. I don't know that I could because, especially me being out and proud, mm-hmm. to be shoved into a closet that isn't even my own. Mm. Oh, no, ma'am. That's deep as fuck. But, like, truly, like, I get if you are afraid to come out for, like, family or whatever, like, whatever. But also... You you can't take a person that is out and shove them back in the closet. No. Now, that's fucked up. Is Robin is Robin Crawford? Isn't that her last name? Yes. Is she 
a queer woman? Like, is she known to be queer or? That. Are her and were her and Whitney Houston just like soulmates, scissor sisters? Darius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> um, I'm just Robin goes on to say, Robin wanted to keep things on a down low. Oh, Is that sh- going to be our question of the week? Yeah. Would you just ask? Yeah, Let's question of the week. Yeah. If you were with a person who was a, um, a notable artist or whatever, and they told you they couldn't be public with your relationship because it would ruin their um, image and their career, would you stay? And if you would, Why? Okay, back to the story. Mm-hmm. So Robin says that Whitney wanted to keep things on a down low. Um, people were, yet yeah, people who they spoken with or were close to um, said that she often flaunted her relationship in public. Um, so I mean, like to those around Whitney, it that knew her, that really knew her, it wasn't a secret. But to the general public, yeah. Huh. But still, I would be bothered by that. Just yeah. me being me and me knowing who, how I am. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, no, thank you. Like, not even a little bit. Yeah. Um. And she's actually... And then this is the thing that I don't like. And I was saying this before your computer went on the first, the first time. Like, why wait now? Like, yeah. Whitney's been dead for seven years. That's, why, never, I mean, that's why I said seven years. Because yeah. I wanted... That's important. Okay. It's seven years. It's so sad, though. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. You're good. Um, but my thing is, it's like, okay, why well, say it now? She's not here. And not just to be here to defend herself. She's not here anymore. And I feel like she's trying to capitalize on this. And at first, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. But she's actually writing a book that's going to be released November 12th. So this is publicity for her book. She is capitalizing on it. And it just makes me sick to my stomach. Listen, I... <sighs> and I know our culture is like to be obsessed with, you know, um, artists and everything. And... But this is nasty. It's disgusting. It really truly is like... What's the name of her book? I want to know. Um, it does say... Let me see. A Song for You, My Life with Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. There you go. <sighs> okay. Here's my problem with all of this. The book is $14.99 on Google Play and $19.60 on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> At Barnes & Noble, if you're into it. Um... But it just, like, it really does, like you said, it does seem like she's trying to capitalize on Whitney Houston. It's, it does seem like um, she should have said something before Whitney Houston was dead. Like, In as many instances, like, when Michael Jackson passed away, um, all this stuff was popping up. Um just people in general when people pass away somebody's always trying to tell their story somebody's always trying to write a book and get some coin like 
It's always a book, too. It is. It's always a fucking book. Oh, I'm going to write a book about how I did XYZ thing with XYZ person. Exactly. Listen, y'all ain't got to write books. All y'all got to do is be... First of all, nobody has the attention span to read books anymore. Um, I do. I mean, as bad as that sounds, but I mean... And... uh, Rihanna, where's this damn album? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, at least Beyonce released something. So here's the thing. Like last year, I listened to Anti when it came out. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, and last year there was like some Vogue thing or, or it was the Met. Was it the Met? It was something she was doing and they used her song Pose from anti which i don't even remember listening to and i was like oh my god is this new rihanna music and then i looked it up and i was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me i was like this is a song like oh it's been shit almost as long as Whitney houston has been dead stop it i'm serious it's been Listen, Google, I didn't ask you for images. I asked you for when it came Google out. Google never does what it's supposed to do. 2016. So, not as long. This has only been three years. Darius, I thought she was going to blow my mind and say it was 2012. Because I was going to be like, for real? Like, I have so many questions about my internal time clock. Like, what is really happening right now? No, yeah. Anti came out in 2016. January 28th. And yeah, she been saying she was gonna do music. She done did this. I mean, girl, getting a bag though, like she is in her motherfucking bag like a motherfucker. She is, and it's all good. It's all good. No shade. I love her makeup line. Yes, I love Fenty Beauty. I wore um, Trophy Wife to Pride when I performed. <laughs> I love that performance at Pride. Thank you. You're um, I live for all of her packaging and uh, Savage X Fenty is sickening and beautiful. I haven't tried any of her lingerie line yet. Um, I should. I keep hearing like being a being a BBW, you know, you have to like really talk to other BBWs before you really dive in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because like everybody's 3X doesn't fit the same. True. And like me being boob heavy, top heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a problem with lingerie fitting everywhere else and then my boobs just spilling out. And people would often say, Shisha, I mean, but what's the point of wearing lingerie? You're going to come out of it anyway, right? So you might as well be hanging out. But... It's like an appetizer before the meal. True. I mean, like, I... There's that whole anticipation that you get when somebody is, like, partially naked mm-hmm. before you can see everything. True. And then they get fully naked and it's like... It's like opening up a gift, but you kind of know what it is. Mm-hmm. It still gets you excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's the point of lingerie. And not that I've thought about this in depth or anything. <laughs> really? Do tell us some more, Dave. I mean... I, I wish I could see the look on his face right now. <laughs> I am thoroughly I entertained about it. truly just appreciate a tease. Okay. Nasty. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back. No, no, no. We talking about you and his tease. Come on, we uh, we already finished the story about Robin. Um, I appreciate the tease. <laughs> Darius has 
being no fun today. I just can't. I can. I truly can. Um, basically, it's just like if you. I don't understand how people get into the bedroom and don't want that like pre-sex. <laughs> <laughs> That foreplay, that, um, ah, this just like, I'm a very visual person when it comes to everything sexual. So for me, like, seeing the person I'm about to have intercourse with in various states of undress, be it lingerie or just in their underwear or fully clothed and then all of a sudden like clothes are coming off like that shit does it for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need all of these weak ass motherfuckers out here who don't believe in lingerie who don't believe in foreplay aka pre-sex who don't believe in warming up the engine before you get in the car to um stay out of my lane okay? please thanks don't get chopped up by Darius don't I wish the fuck somebody would come to me. And I mean, I'm committed as fuck, but if, I wish the fuck if ever our relationship is over, somebody would come to me and be like, um, we're just going to have sex and we're not going to do any pre-sex. I would be like, you got to I mean, up. sometimes <sighs> sex happens without pre-sex. As long as you just want it now, I get it. But all the time? No, that's what I mean. Not every single time. Like, you got to warm me up. You got to get me ready to want to be there. Yes. As much as I hate that damn word. <laughs> Are you one of those people? Yeah. It's like, you know how forward I am in the area and the things that I say. That's one word that makes me cringe. <laughs> like moist talent. <laughs> ah. I'm not bothered by the word moist. I am. I'm sorry. I keep saying moist over You over. really do. <laughs> And I was like, is he going to continue to say moist just to spite me? Like, yes. I'm confused. I'm sorry. I do genuinely like that word. I won't say it again. I appreciate you. Mm. You going to say it, <laughs> asshole. I almost did. Anyway, on to another story um, that is Holy disturbing. Oh my god, don't get me fucking started. Okay. Actually get me started. So I'm ready I, to go. I feel like we're gonna have several Shisha rants just from this one story. But I clicked on um some marginalized news stories and one is TI publicly boasting about having his daughter's hymen checked annually. And the rest of the caption is <laughs> that's not just gross, it's as stupid as signing Iggy Azalea. Okay, so a couple of things. Unpack that that um, that title for me first, Sheesh. First of all, <clears throat> let me start by saying that T.I., a.k.a. Mr. Clifford Harris, obviously did not take sex ed classes. Mm -mm. Because if he did, he would know that there is more than one way for a woman or a young girl... A, you know, his daughter in this case. Right. To rip their hymen. You can do it playing sports. It's so delicate. Yes. And for it to be an annual... Are you checking your son's dicks annually to make sure that his dick is intact or whatever? Like, I'm, I understand that there's no physical way to check a boy's 
fucking virginity. However, comma, I hate the social construct mm-hmm. behind women and their virginities. Like, I hate that it's like such, and I get it. That it's precious. It's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's not something that has to be checked upon like that. Because I guarantee you, his sons will come to him saying, hey, dad, mm-hmm. I'm having sex with such and such. Or I just blasted such and such, dad. You're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's oh, my boy. I'm so proud of you. Like, so, T.I., according to this article, um, <clears throat> T.I. was talking to... I'm going to butcher the, these names, but I'm going to try my hardest. Nazanin Mandi and Nadia Moham on their podcast, Ladies Like Us, which I have not heard of until just now. Okay. Um, so shout out to Ladies Like Us. <laughs> um, I hope they ripped his, his, him a new fucking ass. Yes. And disclosed his antiquated and arguably toxic approach to having this sex talk with his daughters. Using his 18-year-old daughter, I said 16 earlier, his 18-year-old daughter um, as an example. And this is what he said, apparently. Mm, Yes, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. And yes, I go with her. (sighs) Girl, I just want you to know it's okay to tell your daddy to get the fuck out. Especially, you're 18, he can't. It is a HIPAA violation, Mm -hmm. and whatever gynecologist is breaking these laws is disgusting as fuck. Give us the name. (laughs) Give us the name. Um, I'm just really confused. Oh, wait, hold on, there's more. T.I. went on. I'm reading this article from The Root, by the way. Okay. Um, T.I. went on to recount after. After his daughter's 16th birthday party, he put a sticky note on her door that read, Gyno, tomorrow's 9.30. So, there's so much wrong with that. I don't get it. I don't understand why this man is doing this <laughs> like there are so many other things you could do with your time why why is first of all i appreciate you being concerned about your daughter's sexual health i think he's taking her to the gynecologist great honestly i think her mom should be going with her because that's I mean dad should go too to to get the knowledge and know what he's supposed to know but mom should be taking her to the gynecologist B you ain't gotta go in the room like you need to stay out of the room you can take her at 930 take her great don't go back there what do you need to know about her hymen for that's your daughter like are you selling your daughter's dowry like are you gonna sell her for a couple pigs and some fucking some land some and land? some goats like like what are you what is this the middle ages are you gonna lay a white sheet under when she gets married and make sure that she fucking like what like what are you what, what? is this what is the <sighs> what's the end goal ti i want to know what is the purpose just meant in general like that shit is so toxic 
as toxic as creepy it's just so many things that's wrong with it I saw this article on my Facebook feed first and I was like this has to be a hoax like that has to be a joke like there's no possible way that he actually genuinely 100% is no he really is but he is and he talked about it on a podcast and like not only is that like fucking embarrassing for your daughter because like everybody that knows her is gonna know oh yeah your daddy be checking out your fucking hymen and shit like well further down into the article T.I. elaborates a little bit more uh-huh. and he says and so then they come in and I skipped a bunch of this article so if you want to read it we'll post the link um, and so then they come in and say well I just want you to know that there are other ways than, besides sex that the hymen can be broken like bike riding athletics horseback riding yeah, of course. and just other forms of athletic physical activity he said so I say, and this is T.I., look, Doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. Did we mention that the girl 18? Well, she was 16 at the time. It don't matter. But also, you don't let your little daughter do nothing, huh? <laughs> like... You don't let her ride a bike. You don't let her. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she done did something in her in her some kind of physical activity other than sex. I this is stressing me out so bad I can't actually formulate words to talk about how bad it's stressing me out. Like you know what? I'm not surprised because he's just toxic. Period. Like, he can't even keep his dick in his pants. He can't even, like, not fuck his wife's assistant. <laughs> and he's checking his daughter's hymen and her gynecologist trips. Like, how fucking weird is that? Somebody tweeted in response, make sure my property is pristine, basically. Oh... I just don't. That was a woman who is who was like responding to what he said, uh-huh. basically. Um, wow, I just truly. Uh, then can we talk about how the game said that he's the best rapper in California right now? <laughs> <laughs> like he might be like the cutest, but like the best? No, not at all. Mmm, that's pushing it. Has he even released anything recently? Not that I know of. When was the last time the game released some music? Let's look it up. Let's go to the Googs. Googling shit today. Okay. T.I. T.I. Um, the game's most recent release... Was it, was it 1992? No. No, the album 1992-2016. He apparently is releasing an album at some point this year called Born Born to Rap. He wasn't, though. It's not coming out? No, no, no. Nothing. Oh, I got you. (laughs) That went straight over your head. Yeah, sure the fuck did. Wow. (laughs) 
And this is Slow Moments by Darius. And this is Slow Moments featuring Darius Varner, y'all. No, no. But no, he said this in the article. I didn't even read the article. I just was like, okay. Yeah, I saw that caption. Didn't you didn't you retweet that? I did. I yeah, I saw that and I was like, eh. Oh, and then like So why y'all killing people over this damn sandwich? Popeye's sandwich. It came back and listen. But where'd it go though? Like how do you run out of chicken sandwiches? Like I think it was I think it was supposed to be a limited release anyway. And then they they were like, oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A released like some kind of coupon or some shit that can only be used on a Sunday. And they're closed on Sundays because it's the Lord's chicken. That was a fake ass coupon, and first of all. A fake ass fucking coupon. Right. And then Popeyes was like, oh, y'all fucked up. Here's our sandwich bag. Now, why people are getting stabbed over this chicken sandwich, I don't know, because I literally saw somebody on the internet yesterday make the chicken sandwich at home. So if you want the recipe, I can tell you. <laughs> Not even get stabbed. Hold on now. Listen, I don't understand why is that important. Like Popeyes is overpriced. Their chicken is like okay at best. It's not even like fire ass chicken. So I mean, I would have to disagree with you. I like Popeyes chicken though. I like Popeyes chicken, but no, but the chicken sandwich shit. Like, would I stab somebody over it? I don't know, Darius. You might. If I was hungry enough. I mean, in the heat of the moment, Darius, I think you would stab somebody for a chicken sandwich. You know, I probably would. <laughs> like, you got pretty angry on uh, Halloween night at, uh, at Uncle Bill's. Well, that's a whole different scenario because Uncle Bill's is fucking trash and they were trying to make me wait an hour and a half for my Darius fucking... was going off. I was pissed. She should have told us when we sat down that it was going to be an hour and a half wait for some whack ass food. Sorry, I hate Uncle Bill's. Why though? It's trash. What's trash about it? Every, like, literally everything. Have you ever? Been... I like Uncle Bill's. I'm the only person in St. Louis that don't like Uncle Bill's. I have to be, because every time I say Uncle Bill's is trash, people's like, "But the pancakes though," and I've had the pancakes, and they taste like they're made of the box and not pancake batter. It tastes like they just take the box and grind it down and mix it with some milk and some water and. Put it on the grill so and cook it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, I feel like I'm being judged. I am judging you. Cool. You know, I didn't think that was gonna happen until I died, but that's okay. Oh no, I'm gonna judge you while you here. I'm gonna <laughs> let you know. I'm not gonna be like Whitney Houston's secret lover and come out with a book later. I'm gonna come out with a book during and be like, let me tell you about the real Darius. <laughs> let, let me, me tell, tell you a song for you. Do this <laughs> My part. time with Darius. <laughs> A podcast episode or three. Let's talk about this shit. Listen, I feel like some people could do a podcast episode or three about me. Um, and I'm going to leave Ooh, it at that. What are you talking about, Darius? How mean I am. You're not that mean. I'm not that mean, but I can be. Oh, we know. <laughs> a couple of your friends really know. <laughs> And that's just where I'm going to leave it. Oh, I want to tell that story so bad, but I know I can't. <laughs> I really want you to. Um, I might have to get permission before I tell them. <laughs> can I tell a story about one of your friends? Um, Sure. 
the first time I met your friend. Oh, please do. Oh my God, yes. So, as y'all know, Therius is a thespian. Not a lesbian. Definitely a thespian. A little bit of a lesbian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... I don't know why I was meeting your theater friends because you like to keep us separate and shit. Because I know my theater friends are fucking crazy. Like I mean, your regular friends are crazy too. Yeah, so. but not in a good in a good way. My regular friends are crazy. My theater friends are just. Yeah, yeah, they they special. Anyway, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> this is one guy. I'm not gonna name names. I really want to, but <laughs> um, I'm a sweet person, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very nice. Uh huh. Um, but there's certain things that I don't like for people to, to say or this do to This shit I don't like. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, we're randomly, we were in Forest Park. Mm-hmm. Don't know why we're in Forest Park, but we're in Forest Park. I don't know why we're in Forest Park either. And this person randomly says, Hey. <laughs> if I just slapped you right now, what would you do? So, a lot of things ran through my mind at the moment. Can I just interrupt you for a second? Okay. I had an aneurysm. <laughs> an actual aneurysm when he You didn't said have that. an actual aneurysm. I did. Y'all just didn't see me die and come back to oh life. Oh my goodness. Shut the fuck up. It was fucking nuts. I was like, oh my God, she should have been drown this man in this lake right now. You know, there was a lot of things that ran through my head at the moment. First of all, he's a Caucasian um, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a black woman, mm-hmm. and we're in Forest Park. So, if I start beating the shit out this white man in Forest Park, you know, at the height of everything that's been happening uh-huh. in St. Louis, who's gonna get got first, him or me? Well, he's being got currently. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> But on a legal level, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Like, why the fuck would you say? And Darius looks mortified. I Darius is like sweating. Sweating. And, and it wasn't even hot, hot outside. And I was just sweating. I was like, oh my God. And ever since then, I'm gonna just be honest and speak my truth. I ain't fucked with that person. Nope. <laughs> I am every time I meet this person, see this person, I am on guard to smack the shit out of this person. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. And I really uh, tried a little bit to defend this person. You tried to. You tried. But at the end of the day, uh, that's not defending. At the the end of the day, people have to realize that. She should fucking smack the shit out of you. Not even just that. Not that. Because I'm nice. Um, you have to be careful what you say to people. Uh huh. That's not the first time like, like we've been in mixed company, uh-huh. and I've we've had to rein him in. Literally, there's a whole joke within like my theater friends where we got blank. We are in mixed company because sometimes he just goes off the rails. Oh yeah, he does. And he's gotten a lot better. He really hasn't. He uh, he hasn't. Uh, I saw him recently. I know. I know. He hasn't. I don't know what to do. I try to fix him. You can't fix him. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
not your responsibility to fix somebody else. I know that's very true. Um, but we're friends, and I want. What were we even talking about before? Um, I don't even know. Oh, we were talking about we started on Ti getting his daughter's hymen checked. How did we end up here? I don't even know. I literally have no idea how we got here. It's okay. Wow. Um, however, I do see an article that I just kind of clicked on and I want to okay. mention. Um, Kansas City votes to remove Martin Luther King Jr.'s name from Historic Boulevard. I just want you to know that. So you just had to throw some Kansas City shit in there? Oh, yeah. Some bad Kansas City some shade. shit. I had to show you Kansas City real quick. Real quick. You know, speaking of Kansas City, um, so so I've been in St. Louis for 15 years. Um, Uh I moved here when I was 15. Um, Wow, I've known you for half the time you've been in St. Louis. We've known each other for 15 years? For half the time. (laughs) So, seven years. It's been about that long. I'm trying to think how I was when I met you. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they they said it was a Kansas City and said that I sound like a St. Louis and it really broke my damn heart. Yeah. Because I realized that I sound like a country bumpkin. <laughs> I mean. Excuse, excuse me, bitch. You excuse? Oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, you did not just come from you the whole capital of the world. You can't come from my city without becoming from yours. <laughs> um. I can't believe you just called me a country bump. <laughs> I had to. I am attacked. <laughs> not that St. Louis. Okay, so let me clean that up before St. Louis people start jumping on my head. Listen, St. Louis people need to get their shit together for real, for real. And I'm from St. Louis. But no, they're not country bumpkins. I just sound like them. Anyway, um, <laughs> y'all have some good ass Chinese food though. Listen, I'll give you that. You gotta call it what it's called. It's not PC, but it's Chinaman. That's so racist. But is it truly? Yeah. It's very derogatory. It is. Very much so. But it's good. I'm eating it right now. Yeah. Did you know that Carmen Goons were invented in California, I think? Oh, no. That's that's, um, fortune cookies. I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. I something new today. Mm -hmm. The more you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so The Little Mermaid apparently was actual garbage. Um, I didn't watch it. Tell me about it. I didn't watch it. I just have seen clips of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed you the one on Shade Room where I Louie, I Louie, I um, Please get that woman name right. I Googled it what and forgot. Okay. <laughs> Um, she does the voice of Moana and she sounds incredible singing Moana, singing those songs. Clearly it was edited. Drew, but there is no way to edit the way she sounded live to make it sound like how she sounded singing Moana. Like there's no way, like there's, there's no possible way that that, those two things were the same thing. Um, however, Queen Latifah looked incredible. Except for that wig. It wasn't even glue. (laughs) Listen, why did they do the good sis Queen Latifah like that and not glue her wig all the way down in the back? Because 
That was tragic. Like, also, it did look kind of thrown together. Like, they announced it a month ago, and then we're like, here we go. We did a thing. But I feel like they only did that when they announced that... Um, Haley Bailey. Yeah. It's going to be Little Mermaid in the live remake. I feel like they did that just because... I agree. And I think it's dumb. And I think the way they did it, apparently, is they had the movie playing... And then in the parts where a song would come in, it would be live singing. Like they were there live on the stage and then the movie would wait, resume. Wait, excuse me, what? I don't get it either. <laughs> I'm just explaining it to you the way I understand it. Because it sounds dumb as fuck to me. It's not like all the other live versions where it's actually been like a fully live musical production. It was like half live, half the movie. So, like, what was the point of doing it if it wasn't going to all be live? Because that's dumb. Okay. <laughs> we talked about this on our last episode, like, the lack of originality in Listen. all of, like, every artist aspect, like, music. What sucks is I feel like this was yeah, ABC's yeah. way of trying to be original. And it just didn't work. How are you original with making a movie that already exists to play? Like, Well, I think the staging of it, like how they did it, um, clearly whatever fucking Queen Latifah was doing, whatever those words were in between the singing bits in Poor Unfortunate Souls was not what happens in the movie or in the stage version, I don't think. So mm-hmm. they took some creative liberties. I know, but the, the overall concept of it is not original. True, very true. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to give me the real Brothers Grimm Little Mermaid where she dies at the end. It's like the real Pocahontas. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want that movie. Okay. I mean, I... <laughs> okay. I don't want that movie because... I was like, please back up. Because, <laughs> like, please... <laughs> I don't want that movie because the real story of Pocahontas, Mm -hmm. they're never going to get it right. Because we don't really... Like, it's not fiction, so there's no way to really tell. And I don't know. It's just so sad. It is. She died of syphilis. From a white man. From a white man. Uh Uh-huh. Who conquered her land. It don't get no sadder than that. Who gentrified. Her holy land. This land white. is yours. Have you seen that vibe? It's like, this land is yours. It's like two black guys and a white guy. And they're singing that. This land is your land. Mm-hmm. This land is my land. And then the white guy just covers both of their mouths and goes, this land is my land. This land is my land. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Uh, I was like, listen, Vine has been fucking fighting racism. But is it like TikTok the new Vine? Like, isn't yes. that just what it is? Yeah. It's Vine and Musical.ly and all those other stupid little shits. I'm not with that. Um, I can't keep up with that. I think it's because I'm getting old. Me too. I gave up on it. I only watch them every now and then. Um, Going further in gossip, um, so Rock Nation teams up with Philadelphia Eagle star Malcolm Jenkins, um, their whole responsibility program. Um, but they put a lot of money into the PSAs and to promote it. Um, but it's basically, um, 
to share the stories of parents who lost their children to social injustice? Um, I am so honored by all of these black um, celebrities, specifically musicians and sports peoples um, and like artists who are taking it into their own hands and finally doing what we've been wanting the, the rich and famous to do this whole time, which is fix this shit. <laughs> like, and a lot of people in the NFL and um, they feel like their hands are tied because of their contracts and because of what happened to Colin uh, Kaepernick. Which is fucked up that Colin Kaepernick still is not playing football. Yeah, he got a, a nice lump sum from the NFL Plus, you know, Nike was just did a big fuck you and had him the face yeah. of their new ad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with the partnership with Jay-Z with the NFL and the program that he's trying to erect within is giving these players the outlet to really hone in and talk about social yeah. issues. And I think I and of course I'm not famous I don't know how what the implications of anything are as far as contracts and stuff like that you know contracts that I've signed have not been as legally binding or as difficult to navigate around but uh, excuse me it just (laughs) it just seems like there's a way to speak out about social injustice and speak out for your people and still get your point and still be in your bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm proud of people like Malcolm Jenkins and Colin Kaepernick. Well, I'm proud of Colin Kaepernick, whether he still played football or not. But I'm proud of all these people for coming out and, and doing what they should be doing and helping yeah. the communities. And Malcolm went on to say, we have a responsibility to use our platforms to unite people and foster positive change. Yes, yes. Yeah, but we can't achieve that goal without education. And that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that's the the center of ignorance and why we keep having the same issues over and over again is because people don't educate themselves and ignorance just makes everything nasty. Yeah. Also, did you know that desegregation happened only 55 years ago? Yeah. My mom is 55. Yeah. Like. A lot of people that went on the march, a lot of people that were doing the sit-ins, a lot of people that were... Going to the marches are still alive. A lot yeah. of people that you know were against desegregation and that were killing people and lynching people are still alive. Are still alive. You know, so. And the KKK is still not a hate group. It's not. But you know, brown people are terrorists. But men in white sheets with pointy hats are not. Exactly. That's cool. It's not. I know. It's called sarcasm, <laughs> sheesh. You, you just have no. Anyway, but yeah, go ahead. So, while I couldn't sleep the other night, I was on YouTube, and of course, I went down a YouTube spiral, and I usually don't watch gossip YouTubers. It's just not my tea. It's not, you know, my thing. But... I stumbled upon, and I had heard rumors about it anyway, and I'd seen it all over the Twitter and internet or whatever, um, that Todrick Hall was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon this video of this guy talking about it. Todrick Hall. Oh, Todrick Hall. If, for those who don't know, Todrick Hall is like one of the biggest black queer names right now. 
Um, he's on tour. He makes music. He started off as a YouTuber. Um, he's best friends with Taylor Swift. Is he? Uh, yeah. That's what made me be like, mm, I don't know how I feel about you. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. it Basically, the story goes, one of the dancers that was in the nails, hair, hips, heels, and... I want to say the fag video. Yes, he was in both of those videos. Uh, was not paid for the first video. And it was like the call. For, it was like a call for 60 dancers. And it was mentioned that they would not be paid because there were so many dancers and such a small budget for the video, which as much money as Sandra Call is making should have way like you should have a big budget by now. Anyway, um, and then Todrick contacted him and was like, hey, I'm doing another video. Will you be in this video again? And like, apparently there were no black people on the set outside of the dancers. <laughs> and like, at one point, like Todrick was taking a selfie and was like, it's looking a little too chocolate. Can we get some more like white people in the picture? These are all, this is all from this guy. I can't remember his name, but from this dancer. And I'm like, ooh, like, what are you doing? Um, so then he goes on. He's like, I passed up a chance to be on this show, to be in Todrick's fag video. Uh-huh. And didn't get paid for that, even though he was told he would be paid. And I don't know how long this all trend. Like he did a whole like seven, eight, nine, ten tweets about like full one hundred and forty character tweets about working with Todrick, how shady it was, how whitewashed everything is, how he messaged back and forth with several different people in Todrick's camp, including Todrick, to fucking get paid for this video and still hadn't gotten paid up until that point. And then he reached out to the other dancer that was in the fact video and was like, hey, did you get paid for this? And he was like, yeah, I got paid a long time ago for that. Wow. So, needless to say, any person who is best friends with Taylor Swift, because I don't trust Taylor Swift as far as I can throw her, and she's pretty thin, so I probably could throw her very far. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Something didn't seem right about Todrick. Something just seems real, like, fake and phony. Mm-hmm. So, I believe it. Did he drop, like, receipts or anything? Like, text message receipts? No receipts, I don't think. I haven't seen any receipts. Let me make sure. But now that's real fucked up. Yeah, like, and and that's the one thing that, like, I'm, <laughs> the first thing you go, you find when you Google Tadric Hall drama is, why is Tadric Hall famous? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering that, too. Like, every time, like, somebody mentions him, I'm like, but, okay, I know him, but, like, how did he get here? He started, so Tadrick Hall started off, first of all, first and foremost, above anything else, Tadrick Hall is extremely talented. And I will never remove that from 
his name. Mm-hmm. He can dance. He can sing. He can act. He like makes really great music. He is a great performer. He does drag. Like he is very talented. He also seems very phony. Like it just is something that I've noticed since the beginnings of Todrick Hall back when he was doing remakes of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so. Apparently, his ex-assistant also said some shit about Tadra Call being shaped. But wow. A lot of people now are coming out and being like, yeah, uh-uh. For real? Yeah. A lot yeah. of people. That's fucked up. Very much so. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that was like the conclusion of the thing. So, there's a drag queen named Manila Luzon. And she chimed in and was like, Tadrick was like, I don't even know what happened. I thought you had already gotten paid. Blah, 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 blah. And Manila chimed in and was like, yeah, well, I still haven't gotten paid from hosting your Halloween party last year. Wow. Um, so apparently time to call people don't pay people. So be careful. <laughs> be very, very careful. Indeed. And she has receipts because she literally was there. Like, girl... Yeah, so. All to please the white man. Listen, I. Tadra Call makes music for white gays. And. I say that because while his music is really good and I do bop to it, there is something about it that isn't like. If you listen to like RuPaul or uh, Bob the Drag Queen has a couple songs or <laughs> fucking Monique Hart has a song called Brown Cow Stunning. It is fucking hilarious and actually really good. Um, but there's just like a blackness to it. You know, like there's there's that something about it that's like, oh, yeah, this is for me. Like, OK. And Tajik's Hall music is kind of missing that. Like the soul of it, the soul of it, the soul of it all like is missing that a little bit. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see if that dancer gets paid. <laughs> he probably does. He probably gonna send some people to knock them kneecaps out. And okay. he not gonna pay them. Okay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't not pay your hitman. Look. I guess you could. I don't know. Uh, so, let's move on. Oh, we need a shenanigan question. If somebody said they weren't going to pay you, how would you... Which one of your relatives would you send after them if they said they weren't going to pay you? I personally would send my older brother. Both of them. And my sister. Yeah. (laughs) I would send my aunt. My oldest aunt. That woman is crazy. Listen. And I feel like she will like eat somebody's eyeballs out. <laughs> they hit for me specifically. <laughs> like that's how fucking crazy my is. I have never seen your aunt, but I, I just love her so. An old black woman with gray hair. She's not the <laughs> Literally jumping on somebody's face, Melina style, and just hot. Like that woman is. I've seen her in action so many times, and she is bananas. 
I love it. Yes. That I makes me. my oldest aunt. That makes me infinitely happy. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, who would you send? She should send her oldest auntie. I'm sending my three older siblings, um, because they will go up to the school for their kids. Yeah. Every like, I remember one time I was about to fight this dude, and all three of them were trying to come up to the school, and I was like, wow, I. We're the same age, so I can fight him. It's fine. They like, nah, we don't even need to. Oh goodness. That's funny. Um, but now let's move on to our black owned business spotlight. Uh, and this week's spotlight is Teetopia. It is owned by uh what is your name, sir? Really? <laughs> Reginald Quarles. Um, it is on Cherokee Street. The address is 2606 Cherokee Street. Um, and they do tea. I know we talked about tea last time. Was that last episode that we talked about tea? Mm-hmm. We love tea. We do. I love tea. <laughs> you like spilling it, drinking it, brewing it. Exactly. Um, all forms of tea. Um, but yeah, so they have mo- they have a huge selection of teas. You can order online. You can go into the store. They also have food, so it's kind of like you can sit down, have a nice meal, have some sweet, some delicious, some delicious teas, um, and support a black-owned business. Um, if you don't know exactly where Cherokee Street is, it's like if you know where Foam is, it's right across the street from Foam. Yeah. In the Ben uh, Park neighborhood. Ben Park area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have. Well, until next time, guys. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is a fucking mess. <laughs> on Twitter, we are urban underscore proper. <laughs> on Facebook, we are urban proper podcast. As well as Instagram, we are Urban Proper Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Podcast, um, and YouTube. All the Have things. you been up uploading on YouTube, Darius? Bye. Bye. <laughs>